gonna need the I'm gonna need uh, Angel Hans, the Angel Hans uh, to go on the shoulder. You have to show me how to put Angel Hans on the shoulder. Just go to Filmora. <clears throat> Filmora 10's got motion tracking. On their YouTube, they have. There's YouTube. Yeah, they have. There's a YouTube for that. Their, why is mommy like slightly cut off and you're not? She's not really cut off. You have more room. Are you trying to say that I cut off Do the I need mommy? To move over? No, no, you, need you to don't. Need stay to where you are. Yeah. And I think the, it just needs to come this way a tiny bit because it's probably because I'm not in the shot when I compose the shot. Makes it. Hard to do that. It's it's hey, it's don't. mightily difficult to do this. Oh my! Come on now, relax now, dude. Just just <laughs> my dude, just chill out. <laughs> oh my god! Why is it? Oh, chill geez. out, my dude. Oh, it's flipped completely now. Okay. It's now horizontally flipped. I wonder why that is. Camera's over here doing tumbles. It's doing things. It's doing acrobatics. All right, so here we are. Here we are. What what are you what are you fiercely doing over there? My God! Don't say you're you're writing a book or something. Please don't 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 even. I'm not working on my books right now. We need to get these books done. <clears throat> I think. We got a lot of stuff we need to do. I've been busy this week. No, I've been busy too. But I'm saying we need we got a lot of shit to do. We got a lot of shit to do. I have a lot of unfinished projects. Yeah, I got a lot of unfinished projects. Shit. I have, I have this thing, this video may not see the light of day on YouTube until like 2023. <laughs> hey, I'm working on 2020. <laughs> and there's a whole bunch in 2019 that never got uploaded to YouTube. <laughs> yeah, a bunch. <laughs> I am promoting... Promote oh promotion promotion is good. Your screw your dog marauder video. Yes. Okay. That when you guys were recording that that was, it was hilarious. It is hilarity. The Aaron's game chat is funny with the the we 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 there there is comedy comedy ensues. Hilarious. There is straight up and the, and hilarity. The longer, the longer we play, the less editing I have to do. <laughs> Which is nice. Why is that? Because <coughs> when we it, stop talking, no, we talk more, <laughs> and we have more commentary because we've gotten into the groove of saying things. We're in, into the, oh, I don't get into a groove. You, you do. I only say things when I have something to say. Oh my god! So you and try to fill the space. And the I don't you fill the space. Say like is Monopoly, you, you have to talk during Monopoly, man. What do you mean? I have to talk to him. You have to talk because I could just say things. Yeah, but see, but you just say things. I ne- I don't even I don't even live my life that way. I don't just say things. Karen, you got to move up a little bit. You are like super small over there. Like, look at this. I can't see anything. No, no, no. You're small, small. No, I can't see the screen, so I okay, could. Don't move the table to move a chair. Sorry. Look at what's going on here, people. This is what I got to deal with. This is why I need the oh, angel arms on my shoulder. This is a better spot anyway because now I have something yes, directly under look, my feet and I you, don't, my feet you, aren't now, now you look like just a little bit taller than you did before. See, I don't like this. I'm, I'm doing something wrong here. I need, I need, I need feedback. 
See, I look taller than Aaron. And that's... But Aaron is actually taller than me. That's because Aaron is slouching. But it's also Aaron's further away from the camera. Yeah. So he's just a teeny bit back. So, but that also makes him look small. But then that makes you look extra small because the, our thing goes down like this. And we got to fix this. Also, right. the table... No, it's not. It has nothing to do with the table. It has nothing to do with the table. The, the camera's straight. We're straight. Table, crooked. Fine. But it doesn't make us look taller or shorter. Roll the intro. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm not liking the fact that I plug you in and then you're not charging. Oh, the whole purpose of plugging you in is for you to charge. Aaron, if you can have that problem with the, one of those things. My iPad one. I really kind of really need a big iPad. I would like to have a big iPad like the kids, but new. Yeah. I don't want that little shit. I want the big one. I want the big one so I can do my music production the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. And if you get a... Uh, Board. What? That happened, Karen? I just got an interview for Poland. Um. Yeah, I have no, I have no high hopes for Poland at this point. Listen. No, no, no. It's a good thing. I'm not saying it's not a good thing. This is the school that reached I'm, out to me. Like I said, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. What I'm saying is, I have no high hopes for Poland right now. That's all I'm saying. If you get, but I have high hopes for nothing. My decision-making process just seems like terrible at this point. I have no self-confidence. Anyway, continue. If you have a, a keyboard for your your new iPad Pro 12-inch, which doesn't isn't there a keyboard that comes with that special case? No. Oh yeah, and the case yeah, is like a thousand dollars. No, the case is not a thousand dollars. How much is the case? Because it might be a hundred or two hundred, no, but it's not a thousand dollar case. For it? an iPad, I'm sorry, nobody buys that. What is the like, and, and it would be better to buy a third party anyway at that point. Yeah, because now you can do um file, you can have drives, so it would be better just to just to have a, a different kind of keyboard that could plug into the other stuff anyway. I think you can get a case for the iPad that has USB. The keyboard has USB, I think. Or USB-C, something like that. I think. I'm not sure. Don't don't quote me on this. Go to go to the Apple Store and check it out. My point was, if you get a keyboard, then you can use keyboard shortcuts for I your for your keyboard shortcuts. It makes things faster. I never use but it, them. I think it's better because if you are trying to tap with precision, that's not always efficient. I use the arrow keys to be more precise. I do it in Filmora, but I don't. I, I, I don't care about. It. Okay, I was a bit of an. How much is it? $300. Exactly. I told you. It was it was way less. But yeah. the magic. But that's the but that's a special case itself. Like it's not just a case. Yeah. It's a case and a keyboard, but it With works. With a mouse tracking pad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yes. more. It's yes. more. But you could get a, a Logitech, I think, makes a, a keyboard for the iPads that makes sense for people. There are many other third-party makers of Aaron and Keegan's stuff. They just don't have cases. like the magnets and all that. Uh, Aaron Keegan's iPad cases cost, a, uh, I don't know, like 80 bucks a piece. 
Okay. But. But they have the old. Well, it would still work. It's just the nine point or the twelve point nine. It would still that. work. I don't think. I don't think the size of the iPad is the same, even with the 12-inch screen, because all of the old stuff has this big bezel around it, and the new ones don't. The case is not any different. Yeah, I think it is, and I think the bump on the back for the cameras is different. Anyway, there. <clears throat> I spent a lot of money on theirs because they needed something that would lock, so that they could draw on it and not have it flat. But then there's also. Mm, like sticks to the refrigerator. You're talking about the new ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the not the old ones that are dead. Oh, I have the new one that I spent a lot of money on. And the <coughs> previous keyboards that came with those old cases, those are dead too. Dead, dead, dead. Alright. Aaron's game chat tweeted. Really? You're tweeting right now? Look at you. I, I just get a message. Aaron's game. What is up with like, Twitter and like an its hour. alerts? I don't know. Because I will tweet something at 9 o'clock in the morning and get an, I will get a notification that I tweeted something well, you're at 10 o'clock 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that a thing? I saw your thing, your tweet when you went to Six Flags in Mexico. You tweeted that at Six Flags. And then <coughs> at 10 o'clock at night, after you had been in the bed for like an hour, it came up and said you just tweeted. Because I, I was working, man. I'm an active tweeter. <laughs> I'm a Twitter tweeter. Yeah, so not. I do, well, I do look at Twitter more now. I've been following my Lulu Clemens. Lulu. Jessica Clemens. She's, She's been hanging out with Eric Boss on the new rock stars. They were the ones that were doing the One Division after show. Yes, very funny, very funny. Um, and she's gonna be spending more time with the new Rockstar people. Has she been hired to the new Rockstar I people? don't know what their official connection is, but I, they're going. she's going to be on there more. Which is good, because you know, we need more black nerds out there doing the, doing the damn yeah, thing. Yeah, we do. Because we don't have, I but mean, they're, they're out there, but they're usually out there alone. They're not out there with other people talking about the stuff that everybody's talking about. And there's another guy that's now on New Rockstars, um, MT, 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 y'all know who I'm talking about, MT, he's gonna be on New Rockstars soon. We also need more women nerds. I think the women nerds are have come up quite a bit. You just don't listen to them, but the women nerds are, are definitely coming well, up. some of them I don't They're all over IGN, because... the gaming stuff. And, so you don't listen to that stuff. Yeah, but there's a couple of them that you, that join programs that you listen to, and I can't stand to listen to them talk. Why? Why? Why can't you stand them? What did you? What, what do they do to you? It's their voice. Let's see. Well, I can't help you with that. But there's there are quite a few of the nerd channels that are quite nerdly, pop culturey. I do like the New Zealand chick, the Kiwi woman that is on the nerds that you listen to. She's hilarious. They, somebody, what was it? They said that she was an old Irish grandma. <laughs> what? <laughs> something like that. They, oh, it was so funny. Somebody said something like that. Like she was an old, an old woman, but she was like Irish or something. She was not from New Zealand. She was. <laughs> How do they not? Okay, listen. Oh, it was so funny. Okay, so. Something like that. 
<laughs> I think it was IGN. We, I have this thing Might where. Have been PC no, not PC Gamer. I watch a lot of diverse programs, so I watch them from all over the world. And well, I lie. I watch things from like Australia and New Zealand and the UK and Ireland and the US. That's what my extent. So that's diverse. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty diverse. So, but I so when people don't pick up where the accents are from immediately, it blows my mind. And Aaron is really, really, really good at accents. Anyway. And he was telling me the other day that he doesn't understand Scottish accents at all. And you complain yeah. about the same thing that you don't understand Scottish accents at all. That's not what I said. I could not understand the Scottish farmer out in the sticks somewhere who says coo instead of cow. Well, that was just in the Shetland Islands they say that. We have a Scottish friend. I understand him fine. But my thing is, is how do you hear someone who's from New Zealand and then say they're Irish? You're unfamiliar with both of them. But they don't even sound. But if you have no frame of reference for either, then you could just say anything. But Irish? You could just pick some obscure. You could say you're from Greenland or something. Irish is hard for me to understand. Really? Spend some time with Aaron and his Irish voice. No, no, no. Oh, Aaron is not going to help me. Aaron ain't Irish. I, I don't. But I have a hard time understanding people from England sometimes. Really? Yeah, if they go into a local dialect or a local, a local patterns of speech with all of the colloquial things, yeah, they lose me completely. It's one of the reasons why I started listening to the BBC. Was because I did not understand. I did not get. But see, the BBC is homogenized. It's 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 like American English with British English. They, depending on the people, they may have lived uh-huh. all other places, so or they don't have <laughs> they don't have a strong British only sound. Yeah. Um, but. That was the reason why I first started listening to them. I was, it's the same thing I tell my students to do all the time, is listen to the news in that language that you're trying to learn, because you gotta hear it. You gotta hear it and hear when they say words that are different or hear when they pronounce things different. That That's important and that's why I do it. But I, if they, like I said, if they get into a local thing, nah, they lose me completely, hmm. totally. Why can't I go to IGN.com in the U.S.? I don't want IGN.com in the Middle East in English. Why don't you... <sighs> Such a pain in the ass. Turn on your VPN. No, I don't want to use a VPN just to go to a website. I want my shit to go to the website. You know what I'm saying, people? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all have this problem. What? I think you're asking too much. No, I'm asking for a my iPad to have like a global setting for language. So no matter which one, I, no matter what website I go to, I go to the U.S. website. It won't let you. What won't let me? You, you can't get to the um, the IGN 
U.S. I don't believe you. Here without the, the, I'm on their page now, and I put U.S. I don't believe you. I don't like this. All right. Now enter VPN. I don't want to do the VPN. I'm, I'm doing it. Why is our thing coming up with we've used consumed ninety percent of our monthly quota? When I just paid the bill, like literally. Why is this coming up? It's coming up. You better check. Something, something, something is okay, ain't so happening the way it's supposed to happen. Because you just paid the bill. Um. We have to pay the bill like every week. We do. If we um. Use the the monthly portion, and I just do add-ons. What do you do? What are you showing me? You go just... to whatever you need to go to. That's the the. That's US... not what I wanted. No, I don't want your iPad. Well, I have the VPN on. Oh my God, that's not what I want. I want to be able to get to it and save the cookie that I've gone there, so that when I go there again, I will go back there like I do with Yahoo. Well, good luck with that. So, no. um, that doesn't help me at all. So when we've used the seven hundred. Close to 700 gigs, it's gonna come up and say you use 90%, even though we have an extra whatever, we have 300 gigs left. Because I've done add ons instead of paying the huge bill. Huge? Well, the 700. But you just put like 3,000 on there. I did not. I only. By accident. I put 1,600 <laughs> on there by accident, thinking I needed to pay. 341 pounds for a phone bill we didn't we don't use the phone is the phone even plugged in no so but we have to have actually this. is the phone plugged in in your room i think it's right there no it is not well there's no. a phone there there's, but that's the one i don't know if there's a phone plugged in there anyway we have to have a phone a landline in order to have internet but i didn't realize that i was Paying the internet bill. Yeah, I found it. Um, I didn't realize I was paying the internet bill separately from the phone bill, <clears throat> and that um, I had to pay a phone bill <laughs> that I don't use. So um, I got a message this morning saying that if our phone bill wasn't paid by the fifteenth that our internet would be disconnected. So I go and I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to pay this bill because it's not clear on their, their app. I go to the chat, I ask them, how do I pay my bill? They give me a link, it sends me directly to where I'm already at. So I try that, I put the money on the thing thinking this is gonna pay the bill. No, 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 no. I go back to the chat, ask again, pay my or pay bill, just pay bill, and it sends me to a different link. I'm just a bill. Our bill is actually forty-one pounds, which is less than three dollars, but I put sixteen hundred pounds on our account, thinking that I had to pay four hundred pounds for the bill. It's a mess. It's a mess. And because I'd already made two payments to the same company on our bank card from the state and tried the third one for the small amount, it was declined. And so now I have to get the bank to release my card, which is something I do every month. Such a pain in the ass. Living abroad. 
But you would think at this point, banks, all of these things, they would, it's all computers. So it's really just policies that have been put in place on activity to flag right. malicious activity, but that are stopping customers, regular customers that are doing regular stuff, stopping them from getting done what they need to get done. I don't have a problem with the fraud protection. In fact, I'm, I'm because we've had our cards, our card numbers stolen a couple of times, we've had our, our money withdrawn from accounts and, you know, Fraud protection's there for a reason. It doesn't, no, I don't it have a problem with fraud me. protection. I have a problem with it shouldn't look fraudulent when this is something that you have done multiple times well, see, in multiple months. Yes, but that's that's the problem is that usually it's just one transaction and I'm done, but this time I was trying to do three to the same company. So it's fine. But one of the things that PNC has is that they have an app in their app, they have a chat window where you can go and just send a message, tell them what you need, and when someone is available, they will respond to you. And usually, 99.9% .9 of the time, that takes care of it, no problem. Last time I had an issue and I contacted them, the woman was basically like, I said, you know, this is my situation, I'm in a different country, and she's like, well, you need to get a verification code from the phone number on your account. And I said, I have no access to that phone number. I'm in a different country. And she said, sorry, I can't help you. It you was, I hope you uh, gave a nice review. Woo! I, I said, please send me the survey link because today I'm taking one. I always take them anyway because I think that if you have great customer service, they should know that this person is providing great customer service. And they should also know when they're not. And when they're not, they definitely need to know. Definitely. So I made sure to be very honest. I said to her, you were the least helpful customer service rep I've ever dealt with in the 20 years I've had and this account. And hopefully they are recording the call. It wasn't a call. It was online. Then that means it's being recorded. Yeah. I said in 20 years that I've been with PNC, you were the least helpful Representative. Hey man, I've, I've listened to those calls. It's it calls, now it should be text, now it's easy to go through. I'm sorry, but there's no excuse for bad customer service anymore. Yeah. None whatsoever. It was, I was really upset. I was like, okay. <clears throat> I took the survey. I'm worried. Uh, if, if you've noticed, the ambient noise has gone up. Because the temperature, ha you see the short sleeves? You see, you see the skin going on here. The ashiness. But check the, out our Instagram. Are you seeing? Are you seeing what's happening now? Yeah, it's 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 a little warm. It's a little, little warm. <laughs> a little, a little, a little, <laughs> a little warm. A little warm. Have you guys watched Coming to America yet? Okay, you guys really need to make this a thing that you do. I have been busy this week. I've ha had a job to do. You have played so much of your video gaming. Are you kidding me? Are you really putting up Farmville over coming to America? I don't Farmville. What do you do? I don't know what it's called. 
Farmville over Coming to America. You gotta watch it. We gotta talk about it with the people. I watched a new movie. It says it's only 75 degrees right yeah, now. Yeah, today it went down. Yesterday it was in the 90s. It was 93. Oh, well. Maybe you're just not updated. Maybe you don't have the updated new um, new weather thing. Mine says 80. Yours is probably correct. Because sometimes this weather Uh-oh, plus 81, it's going up. Sometimes this weather plus app doesn't work correctly. It doesn't always. Mine says Puebla City. Mine said, you're on the wrong one. Mine said it. No, no, I think it's because. To China. What? That's the Sanshui area. What? Yeah. Okay, come on. Come on and update because I'm not in. I'm not in Puebla anymore. And apparently it's 50 degrees in Puebla. It's 63 in Sanshui. It's 75 in Cancun. What is the tie where you are? 57 in VR. What is the high? I was going to put that out there as a, as a picture of the day. 43 yesterday. in New York. Yeah. 81 in... Doki. 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 That's where we are. I watched a new movie. 40 in Well, it's not new overall. Oh, come it's just on. new to me. I watched 7. Oh, dear God. Oh, is it? It's awesome, wasn't it? Yeah. I hate I, that I, movie. I like it. I liked it. What's in the box? <laughs> See, I had, I had seen don't that clip. Spoil, don't spoil no, no, no. the film. No, That's no, no. one film you cannot, and it's like Fight Club. You cannot, you literally can't talk about it. But what's in the box? I, I had seen just that clip because people turned that into a meme. Just him saying that. You, so you gotta understand there's a reason. Yeah, there is a reason. There's something in the box. I, Aaron was like, why don't you like that movie? And, uh, yeah. Because that's one I'll never watch again. Ever. I don't know why not. You should watch it again just to, to no, refresh. Because it's good. a really good movie. Like, yeah. it's a very well-made movie. Yeah. And I bet you, you might, even though you know what's coming at the end, it might still surprise you. Nope. That's the thing about that movie. Nope. It's like, it's like, oh my. It's like, this is, they made this? Yeah. I mean, that's how you feel I when you watch it. Like, yeah. oh my God. But like, I saw this, this is the something movie we watch for entertainment? Yeah. I saw this in the movie theater. So I was like, uh, it's still burned, seared into my brain. Burns. It's just like the hand that rocks the cradle. I'll never watch that again. Either. Why not? I don't know what that is. That's a good movie. And it, for you, both of you, it's, it doesn't have the same significance. It's a good movie. And the Rust Cradle is a good one. Um, when they say psychological thriller, it fucks with your psyche. I don't think it does. I think oh. it's more like like Fatal Attraction. It's more. It's more... You, it's not really psychological. It's not. It's not making you. It's not making you deal with anything internal. That's not it's, true. Fine. My first time. Like, what about the... that? Would make anyone, unless they've been through a terrible situation like that, why would? My first time to go to a gynecologist. All I kept playing in my head was that movie. Why? Why? Because you don't. Why? You don't know what to expect and you're in there by yourself with this person in a in a very compromising position 
very vulnerable position. And what does that have to do with the movie? I don't understand. I'm missing Do you not something. remember the movie? Uh, not really. I mean, I remember the, the broad strokes. That one, that's not going to be a broad stroke for me. I don't have that experience. I'm never going to have that experience. I've never had that experience. I know, that's what I'm saying. That's it's what I'm saying. It's not going to impact you to the same way it impacted right. me. But I don't see it as psychological thriller. It's not, ex- you're not, for- you're not being forced to examine your own psyche and your choices and what would you do in this? No, you're the- not, you're not, it's not a psychological thriller the way like Inception might be or something where you, you're diving into yourself by watching the film. You're, it doesn't. It doesn't no, force you down. No, they're just thoughts that fester for the rest. Yeah, of but that's thoughts that fester is not psychological thriller. Psychological thriller. But isn't that what it's considered? I don't think so. I think it's a thriller. It's 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 almost borders on horror film. It's like Fatal Attraction. You wouldn't call that a psychological thriller. It was just this dude made a decision, and next thing you know, this woman boiling rabbits. You know, I mean, it's. A, you, you gotta watch Fatal Attraction, man. Michael well, Douglas. Considered- it, it's considered a psychological thriller. I don't see it. Not, especially not for the time. Like, I don't even think we called things psychological thrillers. No, thriller I think it was called time. drama and yeah, thriller. Exactly. And now drama it's, and thriller. That's exactly what I would call now it. Now it's considered a psychological thriller. It fits in that. I category. guess I just don't see it as making me examine anything about me. I don't see it, even for a woman, making a woman examine anything about themselves. I could see you examining them. And their choices, but not yourself. I just don't see it. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm is not... Seven a psychological thriller? I don't know. I think so. Because then you can put yourself in the shoes of, of the protagonist. And then you can be like, what would I do in this situation? Yeah. And yes, I think then it's a psychological thriller. Because then you have to, you're thinking about, would I have made this choice? It's considered have... a crime thriller. Yeah. See what I'm saying? It's just not... But now, it, because of the time, because it came out in 1995, psychological thriller wasn't a genre. Right, it wasn't a genre. It was a crime thriller. Just like Hand the Rock Cradle came out in 92, and it was considered a drama thriller. It wasn't because we didn't have psychological thriller yet. Really? They put rain behind the... Either they put it or I put it. I don't think. Maybe I put it. Maybe that's the problem. Because honestly, there is really no reason to put rain behind anything in Cairo and Giza. Rain, rain ain't a thing that happens here all that often. Alright, so what y'all got for today? Let's go with this. I this, said I this said one thing. This looks awesome. I've, I've said my thing. You said your piece? Yep. That I watched seven. I don't want rain. Um, I know. I'm, I just don't want rain in Giza. It don't rain in Giza. It's not lush and green and rainy. Wish. I kind of don't. Uh, the the, well, the yeah, removal of, of water from the streets when it does rain. The water doesn't go anywhere. It literally just sits on top of the street. Um, I, I was told that there were sewers. This is what I was told. There were sewers in this area, and now the, either the manholes have been covered up or 
they're sealed in a way that water won't go down them. So they're super effective then. Right. So and there's no there's no uh, grade to the street, and there's no things on the side of the street to let the water out. So basically, all streets just kind of fill up until they the water goes another direction. And yeah, raining here is is, is, is super not cool. I don't like it at all. Um. Speaking of my weather plus 75 degrees. So what you got? You're well, over there playing. I'm what you not. Doing? What you I'm doing? responding to the landlady. And are we, did they take care of the bill? No, she's not going to do that. She's like, oh, you have so much money on your account. It should just pay the bill. And I'm like, that's not how it works. It should just. Well, she can call and find out if it does. It's her account. You know what I'm saying? She can find out. She should find out. It's her account. You know, say take the money from this amount and put it on the bill, yeah. which is what you wanted to do in the first place. Right. Um, yeah. So this week I spent. I am. Probably 20 hours or more. No, I'm drinking water. Applying for jobs. I mean, we, we have to actively, I guess. I don't know. I, I hope we won't come down to this, but we are actively working now to get out of here and have a job. We're in the same position we were a year ago. Exactly. Exactly the same. We are where we were then. Yeah. And we got a job then. Yeah. And then it all went to shit by summer. Yeah. I say this time, we don't wait. We move as soon as we can move. Yeah. That's no okay. waiting days, no nothing, just yeah. literally... Pack it up and get the hell out. I have already packed some of my clothes. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. It does. Not really. You're not going to wear them anyway. No, but they're done. They're you can imagine wearing packed. a business suit around the house? No. I don't even own a business suit anymore. Me yeah. I got rid of all of those. Um, Alright, what else you got? I'm trying to keep it moving here. That's it? That's all you got? Yeah, I, <laughs> so I was, when you look back at me and say, what do you have? That means you ain't got shit. Literally, that's all I've done this week is apply for jobs. I've probably applied for, I don't know, 75, 80 jobs. There aren't, there aren't a lot. Like, I there keep There aren't check- a lot, but I have a feeling that it's going to be well, soon. Someone messaged me this week to say that China has thousands of jobs listed, and they do. But the problem that China has right now is that they're not issuing dependent visas. So I have a friend that she and her husband teach in China now, and they have three kids. And they've been in China for several years. Their son was recently accepted, the oldest one was accepted to a Chinese university. And all of a sudden, they aren't issuing the visas and they have to leave the country. And I, so, I don't think I don't think this is the time to be excluding in any <laughs> unstable regime country. So they're they're going back to the U.S., which this ain't that time. The idea of going back to the U.S. makes me want to cry. Let's not go. I don't think that's a. Well. We have, we have issues you, where... You do understand, us going back to the U.S. means we're going to be there for the next 5-10 years. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no. I don't want to live there like that. I don't want to be there. We, you, you, you pretty much can't go, and if I'm wrong, y'all should tell me. 
you pretty much can't go back to the U.S. and not rebuild everything you had in order to then leave the U.S. again. Because we have nowhere to stay. So we'd have to literally rebuild a whole entire life in order to get get away again. Yeah, I was thinking like... To escape again. Like, my best friend is looking for a house to rent in her area. And I've been helping her try to find a place in her budget and, you know, that, fix, that, that meets her needs. And so I keep going to all these sites for her every day I'm looking because she works. So I'm looking while I'm doing the job searching. And the one website has literally 11 houses in the entire 30 or plus mile radius of her job. 30 miles. And 11 houses available. Not just 11 houses in her price range, 11 houses total. So yesterday I got a message saying, this one is available and I messaged her and said, hey, apply for this. She said, I applied for it yesterday when it came up on a different app that I have and I'm already the third person in line and it was only up for three minutes when I applied. And that's so quick. So I'm thinking the housing market in the U.S. Oh no, you cannot extrapolate that out to the U.S. You can only talk about that in that city. Well, no, because I was, I got a thing, a uh, news article through Apple News this week saying that um, the housing prices are just booming, like they're going up and up oh, and up. I, I'm not doubting that, but, and, but there could be lots of, a lot more availability in other but places. But not affordability. I, but, well, they don't have to afford. And they said that this is exactly what happened in the housing market right before the 2008 economy crash. Well, they know that a crash is potentially coming. Because that's what the, the country needs more. Crash. No, no, no. The the all of the stuff that has happened over the last year, and then the stimulus things to prop it all back up is going to every I, everything I've heard is going to lead to a crash. It's going. It, there's no way that it cannot lead to a crash. The problem is, what do you do for your citizens on the way to that crash? Do you let them keep suffering and then the crash happens and then they suffer more? Right. Or do you get keep propping them up and then when the crash comes, you keep propping them up and then things level off again for a time? Because, I mean, basically, we're, we're, we're just going up and then boom. And then we're going up and then boom. Yeah. So we want to kind of level that out. The problem is that doesn't work with uh, uh, constant growth. Right. can't have infinite growth without the up and down right. volatility of, of the markets. Look at me all financial and stuff. Because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. And none of that shit is true. But it is, it is, we're, we, by like the new rounds of stimulus checks, by doing all of that, it is going to cause something later on. And, th and everybody knows that. But the problem is you can't have people who can't go to work and can't pay rent and can't pay their mortgage. And if you, can't buy food if you, for their because kids. Because it all and... trickles up. Yeah. And eventually no one has a home. No one has anywhere yeah. to go. And it's like, how can you have a whole country where no one can do anything because you had to go on lockdown or because, you know, situation has changed. You, you, and it's going to take years to climb back to where we were 
in 2019. Well, I thought it was interesting this morning uh, when we were listening to Rachel and she was breaking down what is in the the, um, COVID relief package that was just signed or just passed yesterday. And when she said that the families with children between the ages of 6 and 17 will get $3,000 a year. And then families with children under age six will get thirty six hundred a year. But keep in mind that's not like it's not like enough for anything. No, but it does maybe keep the lights on, and it does right. help you. It, well, it doesn't. It may it help may you with rent a little bit. It may help with food. Food for each child, right? But it's not. It's not like if you're laid off, that's not helping. I mean, it's helping and a little bit because they no, don't have a cap on how many kids you have. I know, but what are you going to do, start having kids? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, so I have friends that Get have... that money! I have friends that have like six, seven kids. <laughs> I know, but and that's not the norm. Because dude. what the Republicans were trying to cap it. At three kids, you I, can't get any more. But that just or, sounds asinine. It does, but that's what they do. Like, which kid am I paying for? Which kid eats this month? Right. So really, but, Sophie's choice in this bitch. But the thing is, is that countries, that's also a good movie. countries like the UK and um, Australia, they've they did this already years and years and years ago. Yeah, no, but the the problem with that is we don't have a system that wants to help people that way. Yeah, because like when we moved to China, one of the teachers told the Australian teacher said that. When they're in university, if they can't find a job or their job isn't enough to pay, they don't make this certain amount of money, they get money from the government every month to live. Yeah, but see, our our universities are all private, for the most part, essentially private, or state-run, and nobody has, nobody has an appetite for helping out poor people. Yeah. In the United States. And nothing about the United States and what the United States is and what it was founded on is designed for helping poor people. And everybody knows this. Remember, the second march on Washington after King's uh, I Have a Dream speech march was for poor people. Yeah. That got mudded out and rained out and nobody paid attention to it. So, I, you know, I, yes, okay. Start helping poor people. If you help poor people... The whole country goes up. It does work the other direction. It doesn't work trickling down. If I give money to rich people, poor people don't get money. But if you give money to poor people, rich people will keep getting money. Because poor people will keep spending money on things that they need. Right. And services that they need. You know, I keep telling people, I don't understand why anything has a cost. There is no reason for anything to have a cost. Because when you get the raw materials, there's no cost. You know, the ground does not charge you for the diamond you pull out of it. Right. We imposed a system where cost is something that we think is necessary. But the only reason is it's over just to make some people make a lot of money and other people to make no money. Why do we have this system? What's the purpose of it? We can make everything that we make now and take money out of the equation. Let people just go get the car that they want to get. Go get the house that they want to get. People would still build houses. People would still go to work. Without the incentive of money, that doesn't mean people would stop working. It just means people would do what they wanted to do in the first place. So you wouldn't be like in Egypt and have, you know, six trillion. They don't have trillions. Six billion 
they don't have billions either. But you wouldn't have all these fucking accountants coming out of school every year. All these yeah. people graduating as accountants. What what's the point now? An accountant that 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 works at McDonald's, like an accountant that works in marketing, an accountant that works as a teacher, an accountant. It's like what? It's a stupid system, it, and it never made sense. But it did make sense for those who had money, because then everybody else was, you know, scrambling for the spare change that got thrown on the ground and fighting over it. You know, it's like uh, Indiana Jones trying to get him off him. What does he do? He takes out a pocket full of change and throws it over there and watches them all run after it. Yep. In Cairo, I might add. Yep. Yeah, that's where he was. Mm-hmm. Where the guy comes out. When the first one. When the guy comes out with the sword and he's doing all this stuff and he looks at him and goes, bang! That's where they are. They're in Cairo. He says it. Cairo, city of kings. You know, when Gimli. Yeah, that's Gimli. You didn't know that? I that the guy I, I that he's... I did. Saul? Saul? That's... That's... And Treebeard. <laughs> Gotta love the connection with the movies, man. Okay. That's it? That's all we got? Alright, I got, I got something. Muslim men. I should stop there, huh? Muslim men can't turn off mansplaining even when talking to other men. They can't turn off lying either. Nah, that lying thing, I, I, I think that's... I think that's just Asia. This I, I, is not Asia. Oh, that's a whole other conversation. This is Africa! I, that's a whole other conversation. Asia. Because I just had this conversation again, again, last night with my classes. Um, which is it's super funny. It's a different funny. continent! Okay, stop. What? Okay, first, I don't get, I, I get the mansplaining that all these men here seem to have to tell women what they're thinking, which is psycho to me. It's like, why are you, she said what she meant. Why are you explaining what she meant? Oh, I think she meant this. It's like, you're fucking wrong. She didn't say that. <laughs> you know, it's like, why didn't you, why don't you accept what she just said as what she meant? But that's a whole nother problem with then it's mansplaining something I told you back to me that 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 shouldn't happen and everybody who tries to do it with me I'm just warning you now I will stop you because nobody mansplains to me I don't even mansplain okay Our son tried. now the whole Egypt in Asia thing so apparently the way that they see this even in uh, the United States, it's not the CIA fact book, but it's, it's like one of those things that, that talks about countries from the perspective of the United States. Um, and other places still sees Egypt as split. So the major part of Egypt is sitting in Africa, the continent of Africa. Okay, The major, the big kind of trapezoidal shape. But then there's a small part of Egypt on the other side of the Suez Canal. And that's Sinai. Okay? That part of Egypt is seen as being in Asia. And that's how we define it in the West. And that's how they define it here in Egypt. But the culture of Egypt 
does not come from Africa, it comes from Saudi Arabia. So they see themselves ethnically and culturally and language Saudi Arabian. They see, they know that geographically speaking, that where they are currently, like this particular part of Africa is, this part of Egypt is in Africa. That's not really up for debate for them. They, they know that, but they know that there's another part of Egypt that sits in Asia. Doesn't make them Asian though, but their connection culturally and their language and their religion all goes back to Saudi Arabia. And that's the difference. That's the thing that they're citing. But it's very funny that in the last week, so many people have been talking about this. I've been, I talked about it in class, then I saw it on Facebook, and then somebody else said something on Facebook in a di different group, and then <laughs> there was a map. <laughs> it's like this whole I'm big thing. It's, it's very funny that within the last week, it's it keeps coming up. And I think that people in the West, especially black folks in the West, want Egypt to be African. They want it to be Kemet, but it's not. It hasn't been that for a very long time since the Arab invasion. So, and that's been since like 200 BC or something. I mean, it, it, you're talking way back. Like there is no memory of a time before the Arab inside of Egypt. So that being the case, what is Egypt? Yes, you have to define it for yourself because... 641 AD is when the Arabs invaded Egypt. See, even earlier than I thought, I was being conservative. 641, which means when we talk about ancient Egypt and we talk about the, the pharaohs and the gods... Oh, that's thousands all, of years ago. They have no knowledge of that here. Yeah, but they wouldn't have had any knowledge of that here even before the Arab invasion as much because there was also the invasions of the Greeks, the Romans, all of those invasions. There are, there are invasions between ancient Egyptians and um, Arabians. There are, because the Greeks ruled, the Romans ruled. I mean, that's where we get Alexandria from. You ever seen how many Alexandrias there are in the world? Ha! It's very funny. So many. Egypt. The Greeks invaded Egypt in 332 BC. So after the month. Well, Before the Arabs. No. Yes. If six oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's what I think that's what I said. You said after. Between the ancient and Arab, oh. there were invasions, yeah. And conquering. And the Romans invaded Egypt in 30 BC. There you go. That's what I said. BC. Between. Between. So, I mean, this is a conquered land. I mean, it's been conquered by multiple groups. Well, they ruled for over 600 years. The Romans ruled in Egypt for over 600 mm -hmm. years. Yep. And they had two different names. They had a Roman name, and then they had a Egyptian name. Like the, the pharaoh. They called themselves pharaoh. They did. And they even tried to emulate the burial practices, even though they bastardized it really of bad. Of course. But they tried to um, adopt a lot of the Egyptian uh, ways of life. Mm -hmm. But then they they wanted to hold on to some of the Greek and Roman stuff, and so it was just a hot damn mess. Religiously speaking, it was just a hodgepodge, a mixture. Right. So. So. 
But they don't know any of that here. Egypt. The common man doesn't know. Oh, I think they might. No, they don't. No, well, we've talked about it in no, my class. No, I think I don't know. They know that they're well. I don't know if they know in gen, in a general way because I'm dealing with mostly college-educated people who don't know that Alexandria is named after Alexander from Macedonia. They don't know that. So there is that. What is the Helio? Heliopolis. Yeah, they didn't know that that was Greek either. I don't know, is that Greek? I always say thought it was Greek, but then all of a sudden I started Helios. seeing it. Yeah, that's Greek, right? Yeah. I mean, sky. Yeah. yeah. Helios. All I can say is what we want in the West is not what they want in Egypt. Right. We want we want in the West to firmly place Egypt in its African place. And Egypt is just not there anymore. It's Heliopolis is um, a Greek name meaning city of the sun. City of the sun. And it's after the Greek gods and Helios. Helios and um, combining the Egyptian gods Ra and Atum. They don't know that. <laughs> when I said that in one of my classes, I was like, you have so many cities here that are named after you know, Greek and Roman and no, no, no. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they, I mean, they, there are cities, but they aren't part of the culture of the people that are currently here. So that's why they don't know it as yeah. being something else. They just, it just is. I had a student ask me, uh, how do we know? And I just looked at her and I was like, you, you realize that Egypt is the only country that I'm aware of that hasn't it's the only one. And we learn about Egyptology. We start learning stuff about ancient Egypt in like first and second grade. And you know what's funny about that? They, uh, some of them want, some of the people here currently want to tell me that this is the mother civilization for all the other civilizations, which is not true. But that's what they want to tell me. But it's like, but you're from not this civilization. Right. You're from one of the offshoots. You're from an invader. <laughs> you know, so why do you, why are you holding it up unless you have, unless your family goes back to those people, which those people are still here. It's like in Mexico, uh, those people are still there. It's just they're mixed in and they may or may not know their own parentage and lineage. Um, but unless you're one of those people, you're not really, it's not you. It's not, it's not right. where you're, you know, it's not, that's not who is, who who would have been a part of that culture way, way back. All right. Um, no more mansplaining people. So you've got work to complete at work. But no time to do it at work. So what do you do? You just get it done when you're not at work? No. Or do you only work at work? I only work at work. This is my question to the people. I only work at work. I don't get paid to work at home. I only work at work. I do not lesson plan. I do not mark papers. I do not, I don't do anything that is work related at home. Yeah, I, I tried to, I'm trying to get them to understand that. 
And it's funny because every time I say that and our bo- your former boss and my boss is sitting there, he gets this look on his face like, oh, don't say that to people. Because he's used to people coming to work, working for eight, nine, ten hours a day, six five, days a six days a week, and then going home and keep and they keep working. It's like, no. That's not how I'm not works. going to I'm not going to do that. If you're off and it's your day off. It's your day off. Yeah. You know, you're already working 45 to 48 hours a week. Why would I need, I, I can't, if it can't wait, then somebody better get it done who's there. Um, I was walking out last night, literally looking at the clock. It's time to go. I wrapped up everything. I put on my backpack. I'm walking out the building and somebody brings to me, can you grade this test? No. I said, yeah, I can. On Friday, after I'm finished all of my classes, which means I don't have time on Friday, and that means I will have to do it on Saturday. So I will definitely get to that on Saturday for you. If you need it before then, you should probably give it to somebody else. And she looked at me like, really? I was like, yeah, because I'm not taking that home and doing it. No kidding. And then I'm also not, I have no time to do it on Friday because I have full class load, three three-hour classes, that's nine hours, people, three three-hour classes on Friday. I don't have any time to do it then, so then it's gotta go get pushed to Saturday, so that's when I'll do it. No problem, I don't have a problem doing it, but that's when it's gonna get done. Yep. You know, I can put it at the top of my list, but it won't be until Saturday. And it's something I've been, I've been pushing and pushing and pushing that you can't keep giving people stuff to do and think that they're just supposed to find time to get it done when they have no time at work to get it done. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm sorry, but no. That's like I'm not going to ever ask anybody that. to do that. And you should not have the expectation of people doing that. I said that in Mexico when uh, they were like, you needed to have all this stuff done by Monday. And I'm like, but it's... Friday morning and you're just telling us I don't have time to do it today I have my students all day long will you have the weekend are you paying me for the weekend well of course not then I'm not doing it on the weekend you'll get it by Wednesday yeah I I, I was trying to tell I was telling my students about like in the EU and how they're they don't they don't play the that game anymore the the work work around the clock we contact you whenever we want you to do something, thing. And nobody should do that. If you want to pay me for the work that I'm doing, pay me. I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the deal you make when you get a job. I do work, you pay me for the work that I do. You want more work, you pay more money. Simple. That's, that is the thing. Until we get rid of all the money, that's the deal. Yeah. You know, you want more hours, which I don't understand the total days worked equals full time here as opposed to hours worked. Because that means if I work five days a week and I work 60 hours in that week, it's okay. That's full time. Or if I work five days a week or six days a week and work 40 hours, it's still full time? No, it shouldn't be days. It should be hours. But I don't know why that's not a thing that exists in Egypt. 
I, 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 I don't know enough about their labor laws, but... It doesn't matter because they don't 40, follow them and nobody's there to enforce six, them. Six days a week and nine hours a day. With I'm sorry, zero breaks. I don't, I don't think that's a good way to run anything. Well, I think it's important that we, we talk about this part because I have said several times when we arrived, we were working nine hours a day, six days a week. And my friends in the States and in the UK and in Australia, they assumed that that meant that we would get like an hour for lunch and we have breaks for other... We don't get a break. If you're not teaching that moment, then that's your break. But they are, there's no scheduled time for you to even go to the bathroom, really. If you start teaching at two and your last class ends at 10 and you don't have a, an off period, you're literally teaching, you're teaching the, whole time. the entire nine hours, which is what you have to do what? Um, for tomorrow. Four days a week? Well, no, that's what I do tomorrow. I don't have that anymore because students have dropped or whatever. All right, well, but that's what you were scheduled initially. A couple of days, yeah. So it's just, and it's brutal to think that an, a teacher should be teaching, not just working, but teaching for 45 see, hours. I guess that's the, that's the problem when you have people manage or people owning companies that don't know, understand teaching. They think that teaching is the only thing teachers do. Like there's no other work that needs to get done for teachers to do their job. Right. And it's like, no, teaching is only part of a teacher's job. There's a whole bunch of other stuff that happens for the teacher to be able to teach. It's like it's like thinking thinking that a a stage, a play, that the performance is the only job you do. There is nothing leading up to that performance. Right. There's no preparation for the performance. It's just you only get paid when you perform. All of the practice and rehearsal, stuff, rehearsal and all of that, none of that's paid. It's just the performance. So then, what do you do? You come in brand new and perform. You don't get up to speed. You don't learn right. the lines. You just perform. Yep. And that's what they do here. So, in a play, you would say somebody is an idiot for not realizing that, yes, you have all this other stuff that goes into I mean, you have to at least get a costume. At the least. And, and that's the, time. You don't do that in the performance. And know the lines. Right. Well, knowing the lines, why is that important? <laughs> Wing it. All right. So, um, I think you guys got to figure figure this out across the world, especially in Asia, apparently. This is not Asia. I keep saying me. in Asia. It's not especially Asia. Especially in Asia, because uh, Asia has this problem. It does. Um where workers just, it's like, I'm very happy to be here. That's right, America, baby. Um, because that's that seems to be where business owners are. And I keep saying it, and people don't, they, they always shy away from it, but workers do get fed up, and that's when the revolution happens with workers in a country and they turn over the system. And it could be bloody, it could be um, it could be peaceful, it could involve an actual war. I mean, it it happens and we've watched it happen 
in multiple countries. Yep. I said, what is it? France has this, uh, has their workers marches every year. The yellow, is it the yellow? <laughs> every, every single yes, year they, they go after, they go after, because honestly, the people that own the companies will not change until the workers say, you know what, we're not doing this anymore. And it's across a whole city. It's across a whole, it's not, it's not just those people who pick up trash. It's everybody that's like, no, we're not, we're not doing this anymore. I said this the other day. What happens when the bottom of the pyramid walks away? You know, there's those pictures of, of the stratification of society and the bottom has the most amount of people, but they're the lowest paid, poorest people. Yep. What happens when they walk away? The entire structure falls and is destroyed. Yep. So keep that in mind. It doesn't matter where you are in there. When the bottom walks away, when the lowest, lowest group walks away, you're screwed. Your whole system is coming down. That's just the reality of the situation. Uh, last thing, and this is for Karen, so that she can um, expound on this. Because honestly, I'm not really all that sure. Oh God, this is not going to be good. <laughs> Cultural appropriation and Bruno Mars. Go! No, wait, I have a question. really just sick in that question, aren't you? I, I have a question. Is it cultural appropriation if Aaron becomes a blues singer? No. Why would it be a cultural appropriation? I'm just asking the question. Okay. Would it be cultural appropriation if I became a metal singer? Hair band, dude. Big hair. Why? Don't care. Okay. I got short hair. Don't care today. Big hair. Don't care. Like, like, like the hair bears. He okay. could be a hair bear. So Bruno Mars is an American. He's multi-ethnic. Okay, don't say multi-ethnic. Where is he from? What is his parentage? Um, his mother is. His mother is Filipino. His father is Irish and Cuban, I think. Keep going. I don't remember. But he was raised... He was born in Hawaii. But then he lived in L.A. Where you live in the United States has no bearing on it. It, it, it really does a little bit. No, not so, on cultural appropriation. Um, this week, a friend of mine contacted me. She's all pissed off about... Um, the people attacking Bruno Mars for cultural appropriation, saying he shouldn't be allowed to wear his hair the way it is. It's his hair. Oh, he's also, uh, what's the AZ something Jew? What is the Jew? I don't, Asanani Jew or whatever. That's part of the, his ethnic heritage. They're the ones with the super curly hair. I can't think of the name. Azanashki. That's it. That's a Azanashki. It's a, a, a sect. Yeah, of Jewish people. I only know that because of Game Grumps. So, um, they have curly hair. I mean, Jufro is still a Jufro. Right, but here's 
I'm sorry. I grew up with the Jufro. I got lots of Jewish friends from high school, and they sometimes they had the fro man. Right, and so they're saying he, should, he shouldn't have a fro. He shouldn't be singing the type of music he's singing and produce and making the type of music. he's Why? What's singing? the kind of music? I want you to really because get into this. It's funk and it's yeah, funk, man. Uh, pop and it's what he makes some good songs. No, 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 no. This is not about good or bad. And, and it's. He shouldn't Not be. Not go down that road. He shouldn't be making black music. Nah, there it is. Because he's not black. But wait, wait. But he's can... never claimed to wait. be. No, no, no. It's not about a claim either. If Hall and Oates. Uh huh. If we can have blue-eyed soul. Yep, Michael what, McDonald. Then what's going on with this guy? Well, nobody calls blue-eyed soul cultural appropriation, do they? No, they don't. They call it blue-eyed soul. So... I don't understand it. I can't. I read no, no, the article. No, no, no. You and, understand it. Let's, no, let's, I read the article it. and I got a whole lot to say about this. Mm, bring it on. But I read the article and I, I wasn't really understanding who was making these accusations and who was calling for... It just kept saying uh, black vote. Yeah! Black Twitter, baby! But it wasn't black Twitter because if they said black Twitter then I would know exactly where it was. No, nobody says black Twitter except for black folks. That's not true. I've read it in all kinds of things, like Twitter. I read it in a Huffington Post article one day, and I was like... Yeah, but HuffPost got black folks on it. Okay, sure. But, you know, most places have black folks working Mm -hmm. there. Huffington Post has, like, a black division. They do, but this wasn't the black... Because I follow them, too. No, what I'm saying is it has a black division within it, so then you would have people, voices, in the organization saying... Black Twitter is saying. Right, and BuzzFeed and, yeah. you know, whatever. Political, they all have said. What's up, Black Twitter? Black Twitter. So, I really want somebody to have their own Black Twitter. That should be funny. So, I, I couldn't really understand who was calling this cultural appropriation. It's just them. It's just Black Twitter. Or no, it's not it's, Black Twitter. it's not Black Twitter. So, then, after this whole Bruno Mars thing... I see a post on Facebook, and it's the picture of Chris Brown and Rihanna after he whooped her ass and left her in the streets. And the person had said, I don't understand this new cancel culture where you want to get on Eminem about his lyrics up with, in a song with Rihanna. Oh, but wait, you, it sounds like you're getting into something else. No, 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 no. I, I think I missed something. This whole thing is the, it's the cancel culture thing. That's part of this Bruno Mars thing. I know, but I don't want to talk about that. I really just want to focus on... The cultural appropriation. Cultural appropriation and Bruno Mars. But they're saying that Eminem's cultural appropriation and Bruno Mars... But is it cultural appropriation for white folks to rap? See, I don't think so. White folks have been rapping since the beginning of rap. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think it's cultural appropriation. When- white folks... We don't have Rick Rubin. I mean, he, this is the white dude that owned half of fucking Def Jam. Right. So, no. He was a rock guy. What yep. are you talking about? So, I know, I don't think white folks in America are culturally appropriating rap when they were a part of rap in the beginning. But, I, I mean, they, okay. were, they were at least next to it. They were around it. It was, it was rap and punk because punk was a thing, and that's why you get Africa Bambata doing what he's doing, and he's doing it for white folks. Yeah. And they're digging on it because they were into punk first. But I think this is what I think what you're saying now 
is the part that's being lacked in this whole accusation of cultural appropriation because people don't have the context, they don't have the history, they don't understand it. And, and when Stevie Wonder actually came out in defense of Bruno Mars, he's like, it's music. No, 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 that's bullshit. That's not music. It's not true. That It's not just music. There is something going on there. And if it's not a part of your culture, then you're culturally appropriating someone else's culture. It is a part of his culture. That's just it. So why is it a part? No, 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 no. It's not a part of American culture. It's what he grew up with. um, In Hawaii? No, in L.A. So, in L.A., he grew up listening he, to funk and... But at that time, everybody grew up listening to Exactly. Funk. But that doesn't mean that if if I have a white guy, a white guy, because let's, let's just make it white and black. If you have a white guy who was listening to, say, rock, uh, punk, and then all of a sudden, later on... So he, he, he was not into funk is what I'm saying. He was not into the blues. He was not into R&B. He was not into hip hop. He was not into any of those things. Only rock. And then years later he comes and he starts doing funk, R&B. Is he culturally appropriating a type of music that was not his? That's the question. See, if you're, if and from my perspective, Growing up in the 80s, we all listened to everything. Yeah. So for me, I, I can dig on whatever, like if it's in the if it's from the 80s, I probably listen to all of it. If I put on some Van Except Halen, for the country. I can't do the country, folks. If Sorry, I put I on Van Halen, you know yeah, the words. I'm, I'm, you well, know the song. I don't know the words. I don't even know the words to Earth, Wind, and Fire, and I've been listening to them since I was. But you know, you know the song. Oh, of course. I, yeah, I can get down. Some but, Phil Collins, you know. Oh, no, I know Phil now. Come on now. Don't, don't, don't bring Phil some into police. it. Police. Don't bring Phil into it. You know, it's, this is the stuff that we all... But then... But that, but see, our generation did that. Right, like, I know every word to Whitney. But that was all. But that was all also seen as pop. Mm-hmm. It wasn't on the fringe. Right. It was just outside of what our parents had listened to. It was outside of their norm. Right. But for us, that, that was our popular music. But I was reading this stuff... Talk, and How old is Bruno Mars? Is he a little bit younger than us? Or is he the same he's, as He's younger. He's in his 30s, I think. See, that's, I think that's where the disconnect comes in. Because if it was someone from our generation, it doesn't matter what ethnicity they are, nobody would call it appropriate, uh, appropriation. But because he comes from that he's next... that I think that's still part of our generation, maybe? I don't think so. Maybe he's part of the next generation. Um, that phenomenon... It feels like he's trying to do what Prince did. Yeah. You see? And it's like, oh, you're just trying to be like that guy. You know, like John Legend. You're just trying to be like um, Marvin Gaye. You're doing a thing that has already happened. You do it well. That's, that's not the point. The point is, is it cultural appropriation? And I, I uh, for so. for John Legend, no one would say it's cultural appropriation for him to be like be like Marvin Gaye, right? Because he's black, right? Now, what 
is Bruno Mars. Because <laughs> I told you, that's where the problem comes in. Because if you call him black, all of a sudden He's you can't call black. it. He's not black. Oh, wait a minute now. Wait a minute. He what, doesn't what claim does, himself as black. But that, that doesn't matter. It doesn't make you black. What it's makes a person... <laughs> What makes a person black in America is a whole nother issue. I think he considers himself. I don't care what he considers himself. Is he black? With that nappy ass hair? No. What? What? He got that nappy hair? He he's got. Wait, wait. wait like let's. Two. So he got that nappy hair. Look at this. But that's the Jewish. Wait a minute. Part. Wait a minute. No. Oh, you think that's Jewish? Eh, please. You said he was Filipino. He's. His mother was Filipino, yeah, but his father was is Jewish and Cuban and Irish. Yep. So let's let's break it down into oh, Puerto the, Rican. I'm let's, sorry. Let's not break Cuban. it down into. Oh, the, I'm terribly sorry. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm Puerto so Rican. Sorry. I'm sorry. Puerto Rican and Cuban are not Puerto Rican. Wait, Puerto Rican is Negro. What are you talking about? So he was born so to he's a black European mother and a half Puerto Rican, half. I am instituting Jewish the one drop father. rule. Negro. Thank you. <laughs> How wait? Why is Puerto because Rican Puerto Rico? Black? Puerto Rico had the Taíno Indian, and then they had uh, Africans uh, brought over to work the to work the land. Oh well, yeah, and and the Chinese. Don't forget about the Chinese. So that being the case, Negro. <laughs> You have been so if, if he's Negro, what's that Dave Chappelle skit where the Negro, the, the, the different ethnicities are like selling off? That's a, that's like one of the best. <laughs> that's the best. That is like the best, one of the best <laughs> things. But most okay. deaf down there, yeah, the we Chinese, in a black black uh, coalition. The Chinese buy Wu Tang. That's right. <laughs> it's so funny. Which they put the first two seasons of the Chappelle Show on Netflix, and he doesn't want you to watch it. He asked you not to watch it. He's begging ah, you not to see? watch it. Why? I watch it. No, he doesn't want you to watch it. Him. Yeah, they're not paying him. See, because I don't think he owns his show anymore. It's owned by the Comedy Central, which means they Comedy made a deal Central. without him. And but you know what? I I I want Dave to get whatever Dave's supposed to get. And I think I on the back specials. end, on the back end, he'll probably get whatever he's supposed to get. Hopefully. Um, but as far as the art is concerned and what he did, if you haven't seen Dave Chappelle's show, you just gotta watch Chappelle's show. Okay. It's funny from the old men sitting in the front singing to the end, every show. So this, this accusation. Go buy the DVD. Um, Wait, before, before you go on, I actually had students that had watched DVDs within the last week. I, I just gotta say that in 2021. What? I think it's hilarious. I had students there that never had seen, that have never watched a DVD exactly. ever in their lives. That's what I'm saying. So two of those things <laughs> in, in the same, in the in the same, same class, in the same class. How do you have that? I've never seen a DVD, and I watched one yesterday. <laughs> I, I've had only one student in that whole building who even knew what a VHS tape was. Okay, that does, okay, that doesn't that's not I, I, that a DVD. Yeah. Everybody should know what a freaking DVD is no. in this day and age. No, no, DVDs are gone for some of these people quite a long time ago. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay, back to the Bruno Mars thing. Because they had the internet too fast. They had streaming too fast. Uh, they, they had no reason to need the DVD. They skipped over it. Yep. Kind of. 
So in 2018, a writer and activist, Serene Sensei, said in a video clip that Mars plays up his racial ambiguity to cross genres. What Bruno Mars does is he takes pre-existing work and he just completely word for word recreates it and exploits it. He does not create it. He does not improve upon it. He does not make it better. So. Okay, but that's that has nothing to do with appropriation. But that's what she, that's where her claim. That's what she says is that it's cultural appropriation. What he's doing. So Charlemagne the God asked him about it, and he said. It comes with the gig. There are real merit to what people are saying about black entertainers not getting their flowers. Mars shares that he wears his heart on his sleeve and hopes that other artists will take inspiration from his work the way he has taken inspiration from others. I hope that later on, down the road, there's going to be a band that's taking what we did and flipping that and freaking that and putting their own spin on it. Because if they don't, then what's the point of us doing this? So he's not... Okay, Bruno Mars is not culturally appropriating music. He's just not doing it. You Taking want, inspiration isn't. Want to talk about who's up? Or theft. Appropriating music. Let's talk about Blackpink and these K-pop bands. Let's talk about Egyptians. Because you, you always want to go to the Korean and the Chinese and Japanese. You want to go to them, but you don't want to go to the people here. Because I don't know any of their music here. It's because you don't watch enough YouTube and you don't see the ads of these stupid Egyptians trying to rap and it sucks. Hey, 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 hey. They got, they got a rap scene here. No, what are you talking about? they should not. No, but they is, do. But they do that, have a rap scene But here. is that appropriation? Well, of course. Absolutely. But, but... Whenever a, a style of music, like, moves around the world, I don't think anybody would call that appropriation, but that they are essentially copying. That is appropriation. In other words, like, no, it kind of isn't. It is. No, it's not. It's like, if you have Michael Jackson being Michael Jackson, and then you go to China, and there's somebody who is inspired to dance like Michael Jackson... That's not really, they're not really appropriating Michael Jackson. What they're doing is, it's akin to an homage. They're not saying anything but, I want to be like that guy. You know what I'm saying? They're they're actively saying, I want to be like that guy. I want to do what that guy can do. You know, and then maybe in a few years or months, they start to have their own art come out within that. And then all of a sudden it's like, I was inspired by because I mean we're all inspired by other people. Yeah. The uh, I think cultural appropriation has a component to it that is this ain't me, but I like. But that I'm thing. taking that. Yeah. Because I can make money on it. That idea seems a little more nefarious. That that seems like something squishy, not nice, slimy about the person because it's like. That ain't you at all. But like when I go in here, get out of the way. When I go in here, I see the best funk bands. Number one, Parliament Funkadelic, but duh. Um, Sly and the Family Stone, Isley Brothers, Gap Band, all black. Well, Parliament mostly almost all black. I think back when it first started, all black. Ohio Players, black. War, not black. War was a mixture of not only funk, but rock and blues and R&B and whatever else they could mix into the pot because they had the Latin 
flavor. They had everything going on in war. If y'all don't know the Cisco kid, y'all need to go do that. The world is a ghetto. All of that. War. That's six on this list. Are they culturally appropriating something? No, I don't think so. Um, Tower of Power. Also, not. Not black only. Um, Prince, Zach, Rick James, Curtis Mayfield. Okay, fine. Herbie, cool in the gang. Brothers Johnson, okay. Confunction, Leg Slides, Slave, Rufus, Graham Central Station, Brick, Dazban. iPad's slow. Come on now, we know we've already talked about this iPad one. Um, Tina Marie. Oh boy. Let's talk about Tina Marie. Come on, Karen. Let's go. Let's talk about Tina Marie. Oh yes, you do. Fire and desire. I don't think he knows that. Whoa, 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 whoa. The boy will be schooled. That's you don't know fire on the podcast for copyright. I have been I have been called Tina Marie many a time in my life. No. Yes, I um, have been because Tina Marie, Tina Marie, and Rick James, Fire and Desire. Only because of the the type of music back in the day, the type of music that I would sing, and I always listen to R and B. I I rarely listen to an artist that isn't black. That's just Wild Cherry. Are they all black? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, I'm sorry, but I don't. It does does blackness mean that you can only play a certain kind of music? Does whiteness mean that you can only play a certain kind of music? No. Well, then, if that's the case, then who is culturally appropriating what? What, my thing with with the K-pop bands and what I'm saying... Okay, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about Bruno Mars. Oh, no, he's not culturally appropriating shit. He's not. Okay, Full Force, not a funk band. People. Not at all. Keep going. Go it's, it's just, it really pisses me off when you have, like, this woman, this activist, this cultural whatever claims to be. The cultural police? Cultural critic is what it was. Cultural police, that's what it is. She's not a musician. She has no... She even said that she's not a musician. I know, but what does that being a musician have okay. anything to do with him culturally appropriating something? To put your... your cultural criticisms on music... It's the same as putting it on art. It's they Isn't don't, music art? It's a physical art. She claims to be an artist. Red Hot Chili Peppers. They're not funk. Oh, yeah, they are. No. Yes. Are they? Yes. I'm sure. Yeah. I thought they were rock or something. Red Hot Chili Peppers. They, they know. Funk. Oh, look at that. Number 99, Bruno Mars. Number 99. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, 
Look at that. Yeah. Bruno, a little low on that list. <laughs> look at that. There he is. Little Bruno. Little Bruno. <laughs> Living color. I like him. Los tetas. It's not cultural appropriation. And she needs to sh just stop. I'm so sick she of She needs to shut up. Dude, she doesn't shut her ass up. <laughs> I'm so tired of this shit. Like, it's. I mean, sometimes, at some point, it does feel like people are just bored. What I said this week was. You be 40? Oh, I love that. wine. What about the Rolling Stones? Would you call them funk? No. No. 120 on this list. Um. <laughs> what I, I said to my friend this week because she sent me this shit and she was going off. And I said, I think people just have all of this anger and rage and now that the Trump administration is gone, they don't have any place to put it, so now they're lashing out at every possible thing. This shit about Bruno Mars came out in 2018 and it's news this week. Yeah, but... You made this point. Why would conservative people care about uh, some mixed kid cultural appropriating Some negative. I mean, why, why? why would they care? The Negroes doing their thing over I'm there. I'm sure they don't listen to the music anyway. Not at all. Well, that's, that's not, not true. true. They could be definitely <laughs> listening to the music because it's part of the pop culture. And it's on the radio. It's on the radio. It's playing in the stores. Yeah, it's, 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 it's around you because... Pop music is everywhere. I mean, when a, when a song is popular, it ends up in the elevator. Sorry, you got me in mind. So, that, that, that could be. And people then react. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if, if we can call, like, Daryl Hall and John Oates. Are, are we, we never called them cultural appropriators, but we also didn't have that term. We did have terms like trying to sound black. Yeah. Trying to sound white. Yeah. We have those terms. And we, I think most people saw that phenomenon as a type of cultural appropriation. You want to, like, uh, what's her name from Australia that got is all the black. Iggy Azalea? Yeah. She, she was appropriating a culture that was not in not even in the country. Right. That's the, and that's my thing. Like with the K-pop, that's this. But that's Keegan was. The, Keegan. Was I just like, think they're copying. I don't they, see them as appropriating. Uh, it's like they okay. can't live it, is what I'm saying. No, but they're trying to. Uh, they're trying to see it. They're trying to be it. Right. They're, they're trying, trying to show to, it. They're trying to dress it. They're trying to to sing it. They're trying mm. to uh, dance it. They're yes. trying to. Yes. Wear it. They're yeah. trying to. It, wear they're trying to put it on, and that them. and that does feel like cultural appropriation. But is it cultural appropriation if you wear a kimono? Because that's the same thing. You're just putting it on. You're not taking any of the other stuff with it. But couldn't that then be considered like playing a character? Well, yeah. Or but outside of just acting, then it's life, and life doesn't have you being fake. See, we have a problem with fakeness. Right. Now, if, okay, so we go to China, we live in China, we're there for five years, we start picking up some of the, the culture. We, like, I have one of the, what is the dress called? I don't know the name of the dress, but I, I have one of the silk dresses, and do I think that it's cultural appropriation to wear this dress? Absolutely not. Why not? 
kind of is. No, because one, I don't wear it like they wear it. What about the, the one white chick that was talking about how she was black, but then everybody found out she wasn't black, and then what about her? Was that cultural appropriation? Yes. But okay. she's doing the exact same thing. She's putting on a no, culture because I'm not, that she doesn't come from. But I'm not trying to claim that I'm from I, the see, culture. That's what I'm saying. That's the problem. It's say, the saying, I'm from there. I'm not trying to say I'm Asian. Right. I'm saying but the I have singers a, aren't trying to say they're American either. Yeah, but they're trying to be authentically hip hop. Hip hop. They're trying they they're acting like like this is our life, like this is where we come from. This we is who we are. Yeah, man, please. Mr. Joe asses down. Every time I see it, I, it just makes me like, man, please, you just copying some shit. It's like it's like watching um And you copy it it's poorly. Like, it's like watching um um People from China or Japan or Korea, mostly breakdancing. <laughs> you just look at them, like, man. Please, come well, on. I mean, I get, I get that you you feel uh, some kind of connection to it. I get that, you know, and and the the people that did it, they wanted their art to go worldwide. We I have, get that, but we know uh, people in Thailand that that are b boys, and they've gone to like. National competitions and... National competitions for b-boys outside of the United States. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That don't even make sense. Uh-huh. And they, they got to the finale of this competition. And every time I try to watch it because I want to support my friends, I can't do it. Because there's just no... It's acrobatics. It's not... Mm-hmm. It's not dance. But, it's uh, but not, that, I think that's where... That's where um, b-boy and b-girl went to when it essentially disappeared as being a popular thing in the United States. It went to becoming more athletic, more acrobatic. It's like pole dancing. Pole dancing was not a thing except for strip clubs. Yeah, now it's exercise And now class. it's, right, now it's exercise class. That's it's just what happens to and a thing that could have been women. art. And now it's not art. Now it's working out. Yeah, you have men and women who take pole dancing classes. Okay. So. I, I, guess, I guess my thing is now, if you are doing pole dancing as your aerobics of the day, is that cultural appropriation? No. No. What culture? Yes, but, but no, but think about it. That thing existed only within this very narrow space. And that's what we're saying about funk. Yeah. It, yeah. it operated only here and only like of these people were into it. Same thing with punk. If you're into punk, you would have the same thing that if somebody comes along like an Ariana Grande and she makes a song that sounds punk, <laughs> you're going to be like, she's culturally appropriating punk. Yeah. Is she? If Americans take any art form that's essentially made in America, are they culturally appropriating? If, and if a white guy in America takes the blues and starts playing their their guitar, is that cultural appropriation? It wasn't cultural appropriation for uh, Clapton to do it. Nope. And it wasn't a cultural appropriation for the for the Rolling Stones to do it. Nope. Or the Beatles. So all of a sudden, what are we saying? That art forms inside of the United States, everybody can't just do those art forms? Well, and that Beatles, are from the United States? The Beatles are British. So is Eric Clapton. Is he? Yeah. And so are the Rolling Stones. Yeah. 
So I I'm having a problem with trying to understand like what does this really mean? It really I mean if he's the Negro He's not then he Look, man, you said he was Puerto Rican. We've already we've already gone down. Okay, Ben Stamp, but he and Filipino. But he doesn't claim himself. It doesn't matter what he fucking claims. If, if he would have shown up on the shores, he's not going to be the massa. Okay. That's our that's our that's our only line of distinction. Mm-hmm. Massa or slave? Which one is he going to be? Sorry, Curly Jufro. Doesn't matter. Oh, speaking of Ashkenazi, that's where Yiddish comes from. They're the, pe- oh. they're the people that speak Yiddish. I need to not to Hebrew make some. as the language, but Yiddish. Okay. Anyway, I love Yiddish. Um, but yeah, I, I, I and I say Jufro with love because I, you know, you have friends. I know I, I, I can't. I, I have no no hate for the Jufro. Um, I always thought it was funny when I would go to school and their fro was like bigger than mine. It's awesome. Um, but that that I guess I don't. You know, if you look at Bruno Mars, just just physical characteristics. He, let, let, we can give him house nigga status. You know what I'm saying? That's it. That's a, that's that's what I'm saying. I mean, he's he, that, that's where he's going. But he ain't going. He ain't running in farm. I and he ain't being an honestly, overseer. I think he's your color. It doesn't your matter. Slave. I'm just saying that's no. where he's going to be. He's going to be a slave. He ain't going to be. And that's the way we kind of. That's our line of demarcation inside of America. I saw a is question. that physical color. I physical. saw a question this week on. Uh, a Facebook group that both of us are in. I'm not And um, it asked if colorism was really the downfall of black folks in the U- in the U.S. Where's the downfall? What do you... Wh- because... What the fuck? <laughs> what? Because black folks are colorists themselves. Colorists? Yes. No, we're not colorists. Colorists is a person that goes in and colors things. Yeah, that's what... And I was... Yes, it is, actually. I Okay, it's time for me to keep. No, 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 no. I, I, I don't even understand what that means. Well, because the brown paper bag test, and you, you can't be this, you can't be light, darker than this. Like there was, um, yeah, yeah. Was it Anita? It's a part Anita? of. It is a part of our culture, sure. But is that part of the problem with with how black folks treat one another? Was their basically their question? Yeah, but black folks, I mean. Was it Arisa or Anita? One Look, of them. You need to watch Jungle Fever. Okay. Like today. Okay. Okay? Because this was addressed in Jungle Fever. Yeah. Wesley Snipes talks about this very thing. And then um Lynette McKee, she talks about this thing. Yeah. From the opposite direction. Yeah. So don't I'm sorry, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go watch Jungle Fever. Get back to me after that. But that, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, black folks are, uh, maybe, maybe we're shady, uh-huh. you know, because that's kind of, we've always, I mean, insert shady right up thing. Yeah, you two shades lighter than me. We've been, that's, that is literally a part of our world. It's what we do internally. It's what we, it's part of being black in America is to compare your skin color with the other skin color because those skin colors mean something. How you're accepted or not accepted by white folks and black folks is going to be based on the shade of brown that you are. Yeah. Welcome to the Americas. 
This is not just the United States. This is a phenomenon that goes all the way through the Americas. I'm sorry. It's a phenomenon with people who have brown skin all over the world. Yeah, but it's it's not met out the same way that it's for us. Really? It's not because there's a slavery thing that goes in with that. That's true. There's a a whole... There's the house nigga and the field nigga. There's a whole other thing, a whole other layer that gets put on top of that. They still have a class layer to it. Like, if you're a lighter, that means that you work inside the building and you are a higher class than those who have the darker skin. They didn't say you were a higher class. You were still slave. You weren't a higher okay, class. In in the Americas. Yeah. I'm talking about outside of the Yeah, Americas. but that's what I'm saying. It's not a it's not the same thing. It, they do have colorism. Yes. D- absolutely. But that's when you say colorism inside of Jamaica or colorism inside of China, this is brown people doing this to brown people. Right, and that's what their thing was is the, the way brown people treat brown people yeah. based on their shade of brown. But white folks did it. Why but their question was why are Where brown dark people still Italians doing it? at? Yeah. He talked about it and do the right thing. Your hair's kinkier than mine. Yeah. You gotta understand. White folks have Listen. white folks created this world. Let's, let's <laughs> talk about going to these museums and such in China and Macau and Hong Kong. Why? Where why? you see all the and Thailand where you see all these Buddhas with a throat. Well, the Buddha has a fro. What are you talking about? But the Buddha only has a fro. Uh-huh. But is, where does the fro come from? What do you mean, where does the fro come? Because from? I've never it comes seen from brown folk. I've never seen an Asian person with a fro that wasn't permed. Okay, I don't understand your point. But there, this but is not. But this the, is not unknown. But in Asia, it is. No, oh, I don't think so. They watch. They look at the Buddha all the time. But they don't see it as and, a fro. And in China, the, the Buddha is bald and fat. Yeah, old. Which is different than the, the young one. The Thai one. No, the Indian one. That's Indian. It's not just Thai. It's Indian and it's the one I have and over Thai there in my... and the reclining and all that. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't have it with me. Do I? I don't know. No. Um, but yeah, that... I, I guess... Colorism is a thing. In, it's like inside, inside of groups. Yeah. So if you're Italian... And you're lighter than another Italian who's darker. They were treated differently by Italians. That is a thing. That's part of it. I mean, uh, it's kind of like the same idea that that um, uh, Chinese people have. If you're dark, that means you work outside and you you don't have a lot of money. If you're light, and you're you don't, not smart. You, you know, yeah. It, it, there's all these other things attached to skin skin color, change differences in skin color. Um, but what does that have to do with cultural appropriation? I don't understand how we got to colorism I just from cultural that. appropriation. You're talking about black folks saying, you know, this is black and it should be ours and blah blah, and you can't have over here. That's what cultural. Pro- that's what cultural appropriation is saying. No, I was wondering if it's an American thing. Can any American do it? Yeah. Why not? Mm. You say why not, but then that would mean no American would ever be culturally appropriating anything that was American. I guess and that's I true. And I don't think that because, exists. Because people get, rightfully so, get very upset when uh, Native American 
outfits are used, are used mm-hmm. as Halloween costumes. Well, it matters. Or, and the Redskins and, found this out. Right. Or mascots or... Yeah. Cleveland Indians. Where you at? Yeah. So, I guess you can't say yes. I can't say yes. Florida State. I'll let you people. Hey! I don't know that, that there's is an it, answer. Is it? Is it? I don't know that I have an answer. Well, why? Is it cultural appropriation if you start doing, uh, start eating haggis? Oh, that'll never, ever happen in ever. I think, I think if you is it? to commit suicide and no, have but, a good reason but to eat haggis. It, is it a cultural appropriation? No. Why? You're not out. from that culture. Yeah, but we're not from Asia and you eat rice every day. No, no. Is everybody that cultural in the world appropriation? Eats rice, though. Everybody in the world eats not rice. Not everybody. Everybody in the world eats rice. Not the way you rice. eat rice. Everybody in the world eats rice. It doesn't matter how you I know. It's not about how much. It's everybody in the world eats rice. Rice is a thing for every, that everybody eats and grows. But music, like but music is a thing that everybody listens to. But not funk. Right. Not R&B. Not the blues. Not those American forms of music. But they are, like, we were in China and they knew all Is it cultural songs? appropriation if someone from Egypt creates an orchestra and starts playing Bach? No. It's music. No, no, no. Why does music get a different left? Why, why it's not... Fr- all cultural appropriation is is taking something from someone else's culture that doesn't come from your culture. That's what we're that's what we're saying. But then in claiming it, it's your own. Well, yeah, it would be their own. So you it? mean to tell me that gospel music that starts in the United States and then ends up in Africa, and now we're listening to it in the beginning of coming to America? No. Is that cultural appropriation? Yes. Is it? Yes. Why? They're black. I don't have an answer. Ah! I told you I don't have an answer. All I'm saying is, but I, I would say yes, it's cultural appropriation. I don't know if it is. Okay, so if they're if they are Christian and they're black and they sing gospel music, doesn't that make total sense that they should be singing gospel music? But are they Baptists? Are they? Oh, no, you, no. Gospel had nothing to do with being Baptist. Are but gospel gospel gospel, gospel is a is, is the, a black thing a birth. It was birthed in the black church. It of was, course it was. In, in the south. And yeah, but it's still... It's a special kind of... And they took it and changed it. And they made it their own thing. People, give your thoughts below. <laughs> All I'm saying is... Is, if Bruno Mars is culturally appropriating, that means almost everybody is probably culturally appropriating something. Well, absolutely. And I, I, I don't know if that's really the case. Maybe what know. if it, we, we ate with chopsticks until we moved to Mexico. And if you had them right now, you'd eat with them every day too. Is but that cultural know. appropriation no, no, because... I don't, well, no. I don't think that has anything to do with cultural appropriation. Why not? No, I don't think it just does. I don't it's think... not part of our culture. It's part it of... kind of is. It's a part of our culture. No, 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 no. Don't don't go down that road, because now that you're going to be saying every family has its own culture. You go down there, and then anybody can I do anything. I say culture of expats. Yeah. They don't have one culture. Yes, but in the United States, people eat with chopsticks. 
But only if I mean, they, we, you order Chinese food, you get chopsticks with it. Okay, but only if you're eating that particular type of food that they that, would traditionally eat with chopsticks. But eating, is, is eating Chinese food cultural appropriation? No, it's delicious. Is eating Thai food cultural appropriation? No, it's yeah. Is eating fried chicken and you ain't from the South cultural appropriation? No, it's life. Okay, man. So then, I don't think, I don't know if you can put food in. But then why can't I think you can do food it with, I think you can do it with art. other arts, but I don't think you can do it with food. Food, food is, is an art. Food is is it cultural appropriation for the chef to take the food from Thailand and bring it to uh, England and they're not Thai? Is that cultural appropriation? Yeah. And I would say probably. Yes. Now if it's a Thai person that comes to England and they he, open up a Thai restaurant because that's not... Because there's a, there's a sense of authenticity. Yes. And I think that's where the problem comes in. Um, and that's a problem and is Bruno Mars being authentic? Yes. <laughs> yes. Is he? Why not? I don't know. I don't know Bruno Mars. I don't know... I don't know what he's like. He could be like the, like the whitest white guy. I don't know. <laughs> but, but, you know... Harry Connick Jr. never really sounded all that white. He sounded Southern and, and whenever you talk to him. And nobody talks about But he was also being... Sinatra and and kind of R&B-ish, soul, nobody full, and all of that all the same time. Because, but, but he's he's grew up in New Orleans. Yeah. I mean, he grew up in the same place that... Ah, uh, so New here Orleans. we are back to this culture. No, no, but he grew up in it. Yes, so did Bruno Mars. He grew up in... In what? Funk? You don't grow up in funk. There is no one place for funk. But, but in New Orleans, there is one place for jazz. New Orleans has its culture, its musical culture, just like the food. It has its own cuisine. It has its own culture. It even has its own language. So, if you grow up there, you are not culturally appropriating anything from there. Because that is your culture. But if you grew up in, say, Minnesota. Looking at you, Prince. Looking at you, baby. You grew up in Minnesota. Are you culturally appropriating the stuff that came out of New Orleans? I don't know. Because he's the one of those funk guys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? R&B, funk, soul, all of that really together. I don't think that we can say... Prince culturally appropriated anything because of where he lived. His mother was a jazz singer and his father was a songwriter. Yeah, but, so but we weren't talking about where your, what your parents did. We've been talking about what was the ethnicity of your parents. And that's what they're doing to Bruno Mars. What is his ethnicity? It wasn't about the job that his parents had. Knock it off. I think, I think cultural appropriation basically should just die. Yeah. It really should just go away because the I, I get, I mean, if I wear a, a mask because COVID and it has kente print on it, am I not allowed to wear that now? Or it doesn't come from my culture. No As Americans, it absolutely does not come from my culture. But you know that's but why is that I cultural don't wear appropriation? Those, right? But is that a cultural appropriation? No. It's, it's, could it, couldn't it be holding up something that you think is good? 
I don't know. I don't wear. The I mean, I'm wearing this T-shirt. Is that cultural appropriation? T-shirt? No, you can't say no, it's no, clothes, clothes because no, it's if I wear a dashiki, is that cultural appropriation? And that yeah. when people were wearing dashikis, yes, that, that's kind of what they thought. Like you're taking something from someone else's culture. This is not an American it. culture. Right. This is not part of black folks in America until black folks took it and made it a part of black folks in America. Right. So... So then how do you make something that isn't your culture a part of your culture? You take it! Fucking steal that you shit. You appropriate. You appropriate it, and you you basically assimilate it. You make it part of your culture, just like um um orange chicken. You Which is literally not a real thing, you literally way. make it part of your culture. You 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 make the changes to it that make it palatable for you, and then it becomes the thing that is. It becomes the thing. If I never, ever, ever eat Western-style Chinese food again, I will be okay. Okay. I don't... That, because that has Chinese, nothing to do with what we're talking it's about. It's not Chinese food. You, try, know, you took something and tried to appropriate it, and it's failed. Okay. 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 Not really. They made a dish that was similar to what was made in China, and they made it palatable to the people that they were serving it to in America. Which is kind of smart, don't you think? It's what McDonald's does today. It's what KFC does today all over the world. Yeah. They don't eat what we eat in the United States. No, the, the, they have some of the basics. But... but not the, even the fried chicken is the same. It's no, not the it's same not the same. Like in Thailand, it's super duper spicy. And in China, it's mildly spicy. And sometimes you can get it without spicy. Well, even the breading is different. Right. Yeah. It's not the same. Yep. It's not the same thing. Coca-Cola is not the same everywhere. It's, no. Not um, that I would know because I've never had Coke in, in a lot of places. I don't But you know that Coca-Cola is not the same inside of the United States. Right. So, um, keep, I guess, I guess people can, I guess cultural appropriation gives something, people to, something to argue about because I think we're trying to figure out what is the culture. What is the culture of black folks in America. Now, if you just leave it there, you can define it in all of its realms. But black folks don't exist as a separate monolithic group. What black folks do permeates all of American life. Yes. And black folks, like everybody, take, keep, throw away, use for a time, keep forever, all aspects of everything that anybody is ever doing within their art. So, is it a... I, I guess I'm back to if if it's American... Keep in mind, I do not believe America has one culture. But if it's American, doesn't that mean that any American could do it and not be called a person that is culturally appropriating anything? If you say no to that, that means you are acknowledging the fact that there isn't one American culture. And I agree with you, there isn't one American culture. And if that's the case, then yeah, you could be called like uh, punchies. Oh. You see what I mean? We have, we have things in the culture that 
are from other places that are have been but that's the have best been part assimilated. Of the but they've been assi- but it's irrelevant to what we're talking about if it's best part of the country. It's the fact that people are attacking people for doing something nefarious. You are culturally appropriating like it's a bad thing. It's like, no, I'm doing what other people have done because I love it and I want to keep doing it. So if I play jazz, why is it different than if you play jazz? Not. But it kind of is. It kind of is. The thing that gave, um, to me, the thing that gave uh, Harry Connick Jr. his legitimacy is because he's from New Orleans. Not that's his it. skill. That's it. It's no, no, no. It's for, the skill has nothing to do with jazz. It, it's it's the fact that he is from the place and he had the influences of the people and the place. It is literally his culture. Okay. But you take that guy and let him be from Oregon. I'm sorry, he doesn't get a listen. It doesn't matter how good he is, technically good. It's the difference between it's the difference between the white guy that can play basketball pretty good, like in white men can't jump. He has no legitimacy at the beginning of that. It's not until he he goes out there and he plays and everybody's like, oh, the white boy got some game, you know. But he never really becomes part of the in-group right. until the end of the movie. White man can't jump, right? God damn it. Look, <laughs> you need to watch everything Wesley Snipes. Okay. From beginning to end. I'm talking everything. That means you need to start with Wildcats and you need to end with Coming to America today. You can't do that in one day. Today. You, you don't have to watch Blades because you've seen all those. And Mo Better. And you've seen Mo Better. Shadow. And you've seen Demolition Shadow. Man, right? Demolition yep. Man. Shadow. But he hasn't seen, uh, Oh, I can't say it. I won't say it. I won't spoil it. Alright, um. I I guess I guess I guess y'all have to keep talking about this. Black Twitter, get on it. Um God, don't sick black Twitter. So, I'm sick and black Twitter on it because black folks are the ones that have to come to terms with are we part of or outside of? And we can't say that we are the reason for the blues had a baby and they called it rock and roll. We can't say we are the reason. We are we are why these things exist and then get mad at people for doing the things that we did. Mm. But that means every other group can't either. Is it cultural appropriation when I use for lack of a better term the bonics? Yes. That's definitely not not even from your culture. Not not being white. That's not come from where you came from in Michigan. It's not. It's nothing about it. It's from where I, you're from. I didn't learn. I didn't but learn it. What's his, until... what's his name? What's his name? The 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 thrift store dude. Macklemore. Is it cultural <laughs> appropriation for him to sound black? Sure. I know he was white. <laughs> See, I can't, I can't, I can't say that about Eminem. I don't say that about Eminem no, ever. No, because of where he was, where he's, he's from. from. The D. Eight Mile. Eight Mile, motherfucker. <laughs> go, go over I there. Listen, I don't want to go there. But I'm just saying. <laughs> I've been on Eight Mile. But Come on now. I didn't learn any, any Ebonics until. Third base, baby. Until I was like 17, 18, 19 years old. That's when it. I really started to learn, and 
I remember being in a situation where I was talking like I, I always I always talk and my best friend comes over and she says something to me and I turn to her and I say it how I would normally talk to her and then I went back and I continued my conversation and this this older black woman just stopped me and she said baby when did you learn to code switch and I said I'm sorry I don't even know what you're talking okay, about but everybody code switches and but but for me sitting here listening to this cultural appropriation conversation it's something that we do as Americans we appropriate based every on culture. every culture based on where we are who we're with how we are living in that situation so why are we getting pissy that this man who grew up in the United States he is an American because, because we don't Okay, from the perspective of black folks, here I am. I am talking for all black folks. Oh, dear God, that's, that's dangerous. <laughs> um, from the perspective of black folks, we have had so many things that have been taken. And then the... the um, what's the word? I, all I can see is fucking Elvis Presley. We have so many things that have been taken from us and then someone else is attributed to its beginning. Mm. They're, 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 they are the one. It's good because they did it. Yeah. Okay, so there is that backlash that we feel internally that is, wait a minute. They were doing this for years yeah. before this guy ever came along. And then now it's special because he's doing it, right. the white guy or the white girl. You know, it's like it's like people that love Adele. I have the same problem. I hate Adele. You see what I'm saying? I have the exact same problem. It's like, wait a minute, where is she from? Like, if you just listen to the music. But okay, wait you, a minute. If, because wait, if you just listen to the music, where is she from? States. But Tom Jones. No, is no, the same no, 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 no. If you just listen to the music. Where is she from? What would you... What box do you put her in? American. Pop. American pop, American R&B, American soul. Where do you put her? Pop. Okay, then. Once you find out where she's from and you listen to her in a thing, in an interview and she's speaking, where is she from? British. So then, is she culturally appropriating? Did Tom Jones culturally appropriate? Now, understand, Tom Jones is one of them old cats that, yes, all of them culturally appropriate, but they were all pointing to, they are doing this thing over there, and we want to do that. And they were honest about the fact. He said that. But they're honest about the fact that they were doing some shit. And I wanted to know this. Yes, he even spent time in the U.S. What's his name? The guitar player, uh, Jack's father, Pirates of the Caribbean breaks the guitar string. Um, guitar player from the Rolling Stones. Y'all know who he is. He looked like the fucking Crypt Keeper. Y'all know who I'm talking about. He says it. It was it was his friendship. Um, uh, what's his name? Mick Jagger. His friendship. Big lips. His friendship with Mick Jagger and them Keith going Richard. back. Keith Richards going back and forth. 
and, and pulling up albums of those guitar playing people of the South, of the blues. And that's what they were learning how to do. So when they came over, that's what they were doing. They, but there was no, there wasn't, they weren't sitting around listening to the records, making things and acting like it was there. They never had an acting like. Nope, never. It was always, we want to do that shit. Yep. We like that shit over there. But see, the problem that black folks always have is, you got the Bobby Blands, you've got oh, all, all of the blues Bland. singers, you've got all of the blues musicians, the jazz artists, the early funk artists, you've got all these people that made no money. Even in rap it happened. Oh yeah. Where they, you had all these rappers that were only known in their borough or in their city, and they didn't get outside of that and they made no money. Yep. You know, and it's like, for them, it might be a slap in the face to see Eminem blow the fuck up. Right. For saying all the things that they wouldn't dare say because the rules at the time mm-hmm. would not allow it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, is he culturally appropriating to them from their perspective? Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, Third Base got that. Snow got that. Yep. Beastie Boys got that. Beastie Boys got that. But Beastie Boys is a little different, though, because they were under a black label. And I don't think people saw Beastie Boys on that first License to Ill Listen, album the same way that we saw When I heard Brass Monkey for the first time, I was like, what the hell is this? And who are these people? And I don't know, but what does that have to... I, I didn't listen, it up, man. But I didn't listen to the Beastie Boys because they were white. Yeah, but see, that's... What does that mean that a white person didn't listen to a, a white rap group because they were white? What does that mean? I just felt like they weren't authentic. Okay. But they were as authentic as every... They were on fucking Crush Groove. Yeah. Crush Groove? If y'all don't know Crush Groove... I know you ain't seen it. Y'all need to watch Crush Groove. But, okay, so this is how, how crazy... This is the story of Death Jam. How ridiculous... Sort of. I was as a teenager. I wouldn't listen to the Beastie Boys, but I enjoyed House of Pain. But that's not, they're they're not at the same time. House of Pain comes much later. Right, but I still. Well, by that time, white rappers are a thing. White rappers are known. You have Vanilla Ice, you have uh, Third Base, you have Snow, you have all these other white rappers that have come up. But I'm saying they existed. They were around. You did know Snow. You just didn't know Snow. You knew the song because the song was a pop song. Well, there's a song. But you've heard it. Snow sounded um, um, uh, Jamaican. I played it for you the other day. Uh, Snow, Snow had that kind of Jamaican me kind of flow, but he was rapping, and yeah, at least on the one song I know from him um, that went big. But yeah, um, there's and there's more white rappers, of course. And then when you come up, Informer. Yeah, Informer. That's it. That's all you do. That's all you gotta do. And now the song's playing in my head. Uh-huh. That's what I'm I saying. Can hear it you before, know it. But... You knew it because it went pop. It was popular, but it was the white rappers went pop because white folks was buying it and their numbers jumped through the roof while black rappers were staying only in because remember back in the day they only had the the R&B charts there was no hip hop chart yeah, back in the yeah, day yeah. so then black rappers were fighting against space on the charts with R&B <laughs> artists and R&B artists were higher because they could go pop and the rappers did not go pop and then it all switched yeah. and rappers became the thing with MC Hammer 
that went to the pop charts yeah. and blew the fuck up and then we end up with popcorn and people getting angry and NWA. I love My NWA. Names. Love that. Man, I can't, I can't stop listening to NWA because everything they said is still happening now. <laughs> it's all still happening. It's so sad. <laughs> it's so sad. But you everything that uh, Fred Hampton album. said is still happening now too. You can listen to an album that's 20 years old and it's still relevant. That's the sad that's bit. The sad hey, man, that's that's our world. Trying trying to convince people around the world that that's our world and has been our world is the the interesting thing. Because that is our world. All right. You got anything else? No. We're not going to solve this cultural appropriation thing. I don't have any answers. I think we need to get rid of the word. I don't, I don't think, <laughs> I think. I think people need to acknowledge when they get something from someone else, from somewhere else. Yeah, credit your source. Yeah, but how do you, if you, if every, <coughs> if everybody credited where they got things from, and they do this sort of in credits, especially in music. But if they did that, I think the story would then get, it would still get lost. How? Because we're only looking at skin color and then we're looking at the performance. That's all we're seeing and hearing. We're not really going to the notes and, and really, really breaking it down. Yeah, I know. But if they're on a talk show and they're like, why do you do this music? And they're like, oh, because yeah, I, like I like this guy. I like this guy. No, they, that's, not, that's not how it goes down. Well, then maybe that's the problem. Maybe we don't, maybe we don't the ask common the man doesn't care where they got it from. They just like the music or don't like the music. But then how do you, how do you, how do you prove that you're not culturally appropriating something that you're making money on? You can't. You can't. Well, there you go. Because taking is taking inspiration than cultural appropriation. Is it? Is it? Could be. If you now take, you gotta def- figure if you out what cultural appropriation is. Take enough inspiration, then you could just say, "Oh, you're copying." Yeah, I took it. But I took, you know, even and though I you are doing did, it differently. Didn't, didn't the people that made the Lion King take it? Yeah. Yeah. But we don't want to talk. Is that cultural appropriation? I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. I told you I don't have any answer. I think I think people mix up cultural appropriation with inspiration. No, I don't think they do. I really don't. Yeah, I, because I, like I said, the there there is a nefarious side to it. There is a dishonesty attached to cultural appropriation that inspiration does not have. Inspiration is saying, oh yeah, I like this thing and I wanted to do something similar. I got this from but, here. But I got this from here. So <laughs> I did this thing. What you're saying cultural appropriation is that's mine now. I, I'm saying cultural appropriation is I got this thing from over here. I don't tell anybody I got this thing from over here, and I go and over I here, and now I say, Mama say, Mama sa, Mama kusa. <laughs> See, y'all don't want to talk about Mike because <laughs> he did that a lot, didn't he? He took Mama say, Mama sa, Mama kusa. Yep. And got sued for it. Did he get sued? Yes! Really? Yes! That That shit comes from a whole other person and song. You can look it up. There's a song. (coughs) It's out there. Yeah, man. If you want to find this traveling fars, you can find us at the YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever awesome podcasts are sold at the traveling fars. If you like the Instagram or the Twitters, 
Traveling Fires. If you like to email and you want to email the mommy, travelingfires at gmail.com. And the blog space, thetravelingfires.blueberry.net. No ease in the blueberry. And for all of you on Instagram that keep asking, I want a new podcast, here it is. This is all you got to do. I see them all the time. Um, you got to go to Limelink. Limelink. And Blueberry follows Limelink. Definitely. Take a listen, man. See, I'm talking to people that are already listening. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that is the issue. And if you want to uh, follow our Patreon. Patreon.com slash The Traveling Fars. And I messed up our one check out our Spreadshirt. Merch I thought shop. it was Spreadshop. Spreadshop. Y'all just fumbling tonight. I'm sorry. It's, it's late. It's late in the day. Apparently, it's dark and bright outside. I guess is what's happening. Everybody's what? tired. Look! Look at your face. Dark and bright outside. Anyway, we're out of here. Say goodbye to the people. Bye. Say goodbye to the people. Peace. Did you see the laundry bag? No. It's empty. There's nothing in it. Did you see? Go see it. You just see it. I washed all the laundry. I did it. It's the first time since October that all of the laundry, October 3rd to be exact, that we've had. How would you even know that? Because your mother has the weirdest log that. That's so weird. She's got COVID fog, but she remembers every goddamn thing. I can ask you.